Welcome to Staying Relevant, the podcast. That was really, I even knew that was bad when I said it, because that was like... Level 10, was it? No, because that was like too presentary. Well, that's what you think you are now, isn't it? (laughs) Welcome to Staying Relevant, the new and improved podcast with Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks. not new, though, is it? It's new. It's not, is it? It is. We've got a screen behind us. Yeah, it's improved, but it's not a new podcast. Welcome to Staying Relevant, slightly improved podcast with Sam Thompson and Pete Wicks. Because we're improved, slightly improved. Yeah. Um, I now have to legally tell you that it's going to be quite explicit. Uh, adult themes and some alcohol consumption. So if you don't like bad words, uh, go for yourself. He's going to say words like, remember, as well as listening, you can watch us now too. We're on the YouTube. Yeah, because we got asked so much for people to watch us. We have now done that. So you can now see Sam. Every Friday, because we've levelled up. Embarrassing self uh, visually as well as audio. And how, how do they find it? On YouTube. Yeah, but how? It doesn't just come up, does it? On their phones? Yeah, just search for Staying Relevant oh. Podcast. So it's Valentine's week. I mean, seeing as you are like the love of my life, you're not the love of my life, you're like the family of my life, but I would adopt a child with you. <laughs> no, I don't want kids with you. But we did discuss this previously. We have discussed this before when everyone was um, getting shows, you know, Mummy Diaries, Mummy Diaries 2, Mummy Diaries with someone else's mother, Mummy Diaries, Mummy Diaries. We thought about adopting, didn't we, just to get a show because we couldn't get one. Yeah, because apparently that's how it works. You pop one out, you run to the commissioners and you go, hello, we have one. Yes, exactly. Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be yours. We were just going to sort of borrow one. (laughs) But yeah, we never did that. I think we'd make terrible parents. I think we'd make fucking great parents. I just think think you'd be an awful father. Not what Zara says. Well, no, because obviously if you have a kid with her, then, you know, she's really tied into the fortune. And eventually she'll divorce you because you're a fucking idiot. And then she'll take everything. And then you'll come running to me in my little cave under a bridge and go, please, can I share the park bench with you? (laughs) My little cave under a bridge! Well, let's face it, I'm going to be fucking... You know when you like people who have like furry feet? Weirdly enough, (laughs) I've actually got... And a cane. You're going to have like one of them canes. I have got quite nice feet though. My big toe does have a little comb over like Bobby Charlton, but it is... But it, I have got quite nice feet. I, I wouldn't yeah. want our kids to have either of us. I wouldn't want him to have I'd your nose. To be completely... I'll tell you right now, if he had your nose, mate, we'd have a real problem because you've got a stonker. I've got a big nose. You've though. got a fucking stonker. Yeah, to be and fair. And it's growing. Yeah, if I fall over face down, you're going to struggle to get me back out of the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if I was doing community service, I'd pick up little bit of fucker. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, what a funny prick you are. Right, do you know what I've actually got to say? I've got a Roman nose. I've got a hooked nose. So every time I have a beer, I drink and the nose gets the froth before my lips touch it. I have got quite a big nose. You You've that. got an absolute stonker, mate. I, I don't know what you think, mate, but after last season, I have a feeling we're going to be, we're gonna, this year is our year. I genuinely believe that. Yeah, it's starting to sound a little bit like Del Boy and Rodney. Next year we'll be millionaires because we've been saying that for five years and all we've got now is sofas. It's no, taken us five we've got a screen. Years. We've got a screen. And I'll be honest, this isn't just our screen. This changes every time something else happens, mate. So all they've done is put a little, little fucking whatever that is visual on the screen. But that, it doesn't stay there. These aren't even our sofas. The only thing that we've actually got that if we got cancelled, I could take is the drinks trolley. <laughs> no, that's, that's, I don't and, even think we got that. And that's, and that's about 50 quid. If uh, it's looking and quite dire. Right. I didn't buy the alcohol, so they'll probably keep that and all. So I'll have an empty drinks trolley. <laughs> so actually, nothing has changed. And if you haven't noticed, we've also got cue cards. I know! Um, which is why Sam keeps looking down. Because we've levelled up. We are now... We have levelled up. We've got cue cards. And if you look, they're really good. Because we don't have a lot of the cue cards um, and we can't get rid of them every week, we just put another piece of paper on top so that we can reuse them because we can't afford the printing. So I'll just put that back for this week. 
what are you doing for Valentine's Day with your beautiful girlfriend who no one understands why she's with you? I actually got that as a message yesterday. Someone DM'd me being like, how have you done that? I get it a lot of the time. A lot of people just say to me, why don't you just take her? <laughs> and I'm like, I know I could give her the life that she really wants, but what, I feel What, she could share your cave? Hey? She could share your cave. She's and very good at interiors. She'd make it very homely. I'm taking her to a cat cafe. Don't look at me like that. For Valentine's? Yeah. I knew you were going to a cat cafe. I didn't realise it was for Valentine's. And what people won't understand about this is, because they're all going to be able to see that, aren't they, on your social medias, because you're not just taking Zara, you're taking your videographer. <laughs> so for Valentine's, you're taking Zara and your videographer to Ted, a cat cafe. He's not coming this time because it is for Valentine's. We had to change the date, but yeah. So we're not going to see that. No, you're not going to see it. Well, you might see it on a photo. Ask for the kitten or two. Yeah. yeah, which is a lot like what you can just do at home because you've got a colour cats. And we do. So why, why are you going <laughs> to Because she cafe? loves cats and she wants to go and see them. And we're going to go and like, have a nice tea. And also, you're that tight, you're quite happy because that's cheap as shit, isn't it? It is, it really is yeah. cheap. I'm not tight, by the way. I just don't like frivolous spending. Yeah, well, especially, yeah. Are they, that is why you have so much money because you earn so much, obviously, because you, you are fucking Keiko. Um, obviously, you've got a trust fund. What are you doing for Valentine's? I'm going to have a wank and a pot noodle. <laughs> We're back, baby. They said we'd never be back, and we are. I genuinely don't know how. Anything else you want to add to this? Well, I just For me, this is a really big moment. Oh, I um, thought we were going to do this. Okay. Go. This is a big moment. We came from nothing. We started whoa, from the bottom. Whoa, 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 whoa. We started from the whoa, bottom. Whoa, whoa, whoa. When what? we say we came from nothing, I genuinely did. You came from lots of money. <laughs> You went to boarding school, you had a butler, you had a nanny. Um... I didn't have a nanny. Oh, I did, actually. Nanny Karen. Yeah. Your mum's also called Karen. Weird thing. No, no, um, no. Slightly yeah. odd. Mummy Karen and Nanny Karen. <laughs> no. I bet that was confusing for your dad. Pete, how do you feel with being back? Fine. <laughs> Great. How do you feel? I feel brilliant. And it, we, we were gone for quite a long time. and um, About six weeks. We were gone for six weeks. How do you feel about how you've maintained relevance in that time, Pete? We need an update, a breakdown of what's been going on in your well, life. Well, listen, we stopped because it was Christmas um, and because all this shit was happening. Um, now we're back. All this shit has happened. I spent most of Christmas drunk uh, and don't remember a lot of the past six weeks. Pete hates Christmas, by the way, for anyone listening. And New Year. New Year's worse. New Year, new me. No, you're going to be the same prick you were the year before. Did you so... make any resolutions? No. What's the point? I, I made three. Did. Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Go on. Okay, so I want to read a book at five in the morning every morning. I want to have a cold right. shower. So, so hold on. Let's, let's start on the first okay. one. Read a new book at five in the morning every morning. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you done that in January? Quite a few. Sam? Yeah. How many times have you done that in January? Like five. Sam? Yeah. How many times have you done that in January? <laughs> Like five. You haven't done it. I haven't done it. I haven't done it. All right. Next but one. I, shower, cold shower every morning. And uh, another one was yoga. Yeah, I'm now, I'm now actively looking for a yoga instructor. I want to do yoga. What, okay, what are yours? I don't have any. I said that. Why? Because I'm going to be the same fucking knob that I was the year before. It's, I, I, it's just ingrained in me now to be a fucking knob. So I might as well just get on with it until I die. <laughs> Which is going to be when? I won't make it a 40. <laughs> And bear in mind, Pete's 36 now. 34. It goes up a year every time you tell everyone my age. Prehist we call him prehistoric Pete. No, we don't. We did that once because I've just had to do your fucking radio show, which is the new thing for you. I'm surprised you've not mentioned it yet. Well, that's a nice segue into it, actually. There, there we go, yeah. What have you been doing to stay relevant, Sam? So, I have a new radio Brace show. Brace yourselves. So, I have a new radio show. It's called uh, Hits UK. And uh, it's every evening, Monday to Thursday, 7pm till 10pm. Yeah, this isn't a, 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 like an opportunity for you to plug your own show. 
Okay, well, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, he so, does a radio show. Yeah, and uh, it's very serious. Well, it's not serious. but Well, like, it's definitely not serious because I've just interviewed for it. And one of the questions were, if you were a dinosaur, what would you be? <laughs> and I've got my own, I've got my own sort of... Uh, like name and stuff on the background on screen. You have. You've got a similar thing to this with a picture. I went into this studio today and noticed that um, the picture Sam is smiling, um, that sort of gormless thing he does, and he's got food in his teeth. Yeah, that is really annoying. That's really annoying. Basically, yeah. they took a Knew photo. he had a photo shoot. He's got a shirt on that looks like he was ironed with a brick. <laughs> but I do have food in my teeth. I did the photo shoot and no one wanted to tell me that on the one image they were going to use for, you know, the billboards, the ones on buses... The the like all the the advertising that I'm around. Nice everywhere. way to let people know how big time you are. <laughs> yeah. All the billboards, the uh, ads on buses, and you know all the other things that you've done. You're not on a billboard. No, no. Buses so you just either. added that in. No buses, all billboards. <laughs> and I, you know, I was going to run with it, and I went. You know, people are going to call me out. I'm on no buses and on no billboards. Right. I'll tell you what's embarrassing, actually. Since we've walked in and when we walked in earlier on, Sam says hello to everyone as if he knows them all. Hi right, guys. All right. How you doing, John? They don't know him. No, no idea. There is a guy. He's walking around. Hi, how you doing? All right. Yeah. It's honestly, it, it's making me. It's cringy. Because you're in my there house too now, many, Pete. They, I mean, your you're house. You're in my house. I mean, your house. You're in my house now, Pete. We went to get the lift and instead took the stairs because there was a few people and someone went get the, getting your steps in and Sam went, oh, you know, you know me. <laughs> and the guy looked at him like, no, I don't. That did actually happen. It literally just happened. <laughs> was, you you, know, you just said some awkward response. But you know it's like the water, water cooler chat. You know, you know, it's like, oh, get your steps in, mate. You're like, oh, these stairs will get you, though, won't they? You know what they say, don't shit on your own doorstep. Or don't shit where you eat. Or don't eat your shit. Anything else you've done? Because there's another big project that you've been working on. It's, uh, yeah, so I am also the uh, podcast host of Love Island in the Morning After. I don't know why I've suddenly got really professional. Yeah. I'm the podcast host of Love Island in the Morning After. And um, I also appear on Love Island After Sun every Sunday alongside uh, Maya Jammer and India Polak. Right. Anyway, I think we've done the opening conversation of 10 minutes. No, no, no. We haven't spoken about Tower yet. No, because we're coming back to that. Are we we circling back? I don't know if you were with our producer before we started this show, where we discussed. This is why I've got notes, you see. We're going to try and stick to the format, right? It's always better when you lead it. Which is what I'm doing now. So shut the fuck up and we're on to the next bit. (laughs) Okay. What have you done this week to stay relevant? That was fucking seamless. Well, I've done a few things. Uh, I did. I did After Sun, right? Of okay. which my name is also there too. Well, you say that. <clears throat> you say that because I saw a great article in the Daily Mail this week about After Sun's ratings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all about that. Uh, amazing ratings were great. They were. Um, uh, and they said thanks to Maya Jammer. Your name wasn't even in the article. <laughs> it was enough. You or India? It was all Maya Jammer storms and makes Love Island history. You didn't even get a mention because even on Twitter and everything else, if you look at it, Maya and India, breath of fresh air. It's almost like you're not there. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, mate. What are you doing? It is tough. I'm going to be honest with you because they know each other really well, I think. And also, they're likeable. There's also, there's also another thing. So basically, we did the announcement for Love Island. And they did the announcement. Uh, they did yeah? the announcement for Love you Island. You did your own trailer for it. And uh, <laughs> You did your own trailer and didn't get mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that is true. ITV basically did their own Love Island trailer uh, for After Sun, and um, I just wanted to sort of like ram it down people's throats a little bit that I was doing it. So I was like, "Come on!" And then I basically was like, "I'm doing it." Then when the when the announcement came out, uh, me and India were sat next to each other, and she goes, "Oh my god, Maya's just commented on under my photo." Maya doesn't even follow you. <laughs> you know that, don't you? You host a show together, and she doesn't even follow you on Instagram. <laughs> I do know that. How do you feel about that, Sam? It's fine. Is it? 
It doesn't look fine. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You don't look fine. It's pretty tough. And what's made it worse is that now... It's too far gone. It's too far gone. But also now, because we've mentioned it, if she does follow you, she's done it just because she feels awkward. <laughs> You host a whole show together. Mate. You don't really host, do you? I mean, you. No, I do. I do host. I no. am a co-host. That's what they say in the thing. Sam Thompson co-host. I'll be honest, yeah. Don't say that in the Daily Mail. <laughs> yeah. She hosts. You're a panel. Yeah, yeah, we're on the panel. Yeah. India turns around and goes, oh my God. So oh, my, Maya's commented underneath her photo. That's so nice of her, of the announcement. And we've both done the exact same announcement. And Maya's like, let's go to the announcement. As if like, let's go on, let's have this. And so I looked. I went, oh, this is great. Like, <laughs> better have a look at mine. And look at my announcement, nothing. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. I'm sure she follows me. Nothing. nothing. And then further down the line, she, she even tagged me in something. But still doesn't follow you. Still doesn't follow me. No. But it's no. gone so far that like we're so deep into it now that I don't think I can go up to him and be like, would you mind? Would you mind? It would mean a lot if you, if you could follow me. That's where you're at. So you wouldn't go up and be like, well, should we follow each other? No. No? No. Okay. Why would I? What would you do? Nothing, because I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it really, it makes no difference. So anyway, so you've done that. You've done something else as well. Quite big. Sam absolutely ruined an interview with Brad Pitt this week. I didn't ruin it. That's not fair. It actually went really well. Did it? Yeah. I mean, the only good part was the manager, you managed to get in a room with him. He hated you. <laughs> no, he didn't. He, he didn't looked at you me. with the same contempt that I do, where he thought, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was just, he was, he was confused. But only because I came in charging. Well, not really. You came in as if he was your headmaster. Hello, Mr. Pitt. <laughs> oh, you watched it. Pete watched it. Pete watched the interview, which is lovely. Of course I did. I would not miss that complete car crash. Look, I went in, and the thing you didn't actually see is um, I was wearing, you know, those Chelsea boots that I like. Yeah, I know. And, and then a horrendous long sleeve polo from Next. Yeah, yeah. Was. I it know was... because Zara told me when she bought it, like I'll give a fuck. It was, it was the polo from Next. And um and I walked in and I wanted to make him feel comfortable. And so well, I, you fouled there. I didn't want to meet you, I didn't want to make him nervous. I didn't want him to feel like he was like nervous. You didn't want you sorry. Sorry. What? Your fucking ego dictates, right, that you thought you coming into a room might make Brad Pitt nervous. <laughs> oh god, that's not Sam Thompson. <laughs> Oh, is that Sam Thompson? Is that the you can guy? <laughs> no, you can't do that. Oh, I can. No, you can. Um, oh no. <laughs> well, yeah. Look, I wanted. I just so wanted, you just wanted to. Yeah. You know, I wanted the room to settle. Yeah. So I went in. Yeah. And people were so excited that you were there. It's understandable. And I and I, I said, you know, what, we're going to break the ice here. And I saw that he was actually wearing a pair, of fine pair of Chelsea boots himself. And um, so I went. Oh, we're both wearing Chelsea boots. And oh then, fuck. And and then and then he went. Yeah, we are. And I was like. That means we're like brothers. And he went, well, I'm pretty sure that quite a few people in the world wear Chelsea boots. It didn't fully land. And well, I it's, knew it's not that, that it didn't fully it land. It never took off. No, but Let alone like, fucking land. No, but that, that, you know, when you go in, you go, I'm going to break some ice here. And then it didn't break. If anything, it got even more ice. And I was like, oh, no. Well, yeah, because then you followed it up with, I like your ring. Yeah. Which if you just listen to that as a sound clip, sounds weird. Um, but what was the point in that? Just complimenting. Because he had a massive fat ring on him. And I was like, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then I wanted to basically compliment him. So I bought, I wanted to really. If you've just tuned in and you've just heard Brad Pitt's got a massive fat ring on him, that's not as bad as what the interview actually was. (laughs) No, it's because I wanted to make him feel like I was complimenting him. I want him to feel complimented. It's the art of interviewing Pete. You are so socially awkward. It makes me feel awkward. I get secondhand awkwardness. (laughs) I watch it and go, oof. 
It, honestly, it made me shiver. But then again, yes, it didn't get much better, actually, because then I was trying to sort of save. He hurried you. Yeah, he did hurry me. He, he hurried he, me. He motioned. I know. Get on with it. Yeah, it's because I couldn't get my poem out because I was reading him a poem. We, you wasn't. Were you? I was reading him a Taylor Swift song. There we go. So I was trying to do a TikTok prank on him and it didn't work, it didn't land because he actually called the song. But then also I tried to bring it back to the movie and I was like, it almost makes me miss the 1920s. <laughs> and then I just realised that I wasn't alive in the 1920s. And I was like, that was a fucking weird thing to say. And then, and, like, then, and then you went with vocabulary that you don't use. Which is what? To be fair, to be fair, Brad. First name terms there, you and him. Brad, to yeah. be fair, Brad, it's a banger. <laughs> Do you know why? Do you know why? It's because I was interviewing him for the radio show and I sometimes say that tunes are bangers. It's the lingo. It's the lingo. Yeah, yeah. Like when I went into your studio earlier and you went, put the cans on, Pete. <laughs> headphones, mate. Just go with headphones. It's fine. So you have actually been quite relevant this week. I mean, you failed. <laughs> I've been doing stuff. You've been doing stuff. You're getting opportunities. It's just a shame you're fucking them all up. I would consider Brad Pitt then to be success. a... Well, no, not a success at all, really. It was a fucking catastrophe. But not your worst. Miles Teller? Miles Teller. <laughs> Miles Teller. I forgot I, mean, I told you about people, that. Well, people that don't, was a while ago, People don't way. know about this because we've obviously had, you know, a little Christmas um, interlude. Yeah, but by the way, this is a while ago. This yeah. is like recently. I'm yeah, now this was a while ago. It's... I'd just done a interview with um, with the cast of Fantastic Beasts, actually, and it went really, really well. And I Why has your voice changed? And I think I'm trying to explain. Why does your voice change when you're talking about my work? So I'd recently just done an interview <laughs> um, with the cast of Fantastic Beasts, actually, um, and it was so great. Uh, why just talk right, I'll do it like you. Right, so I fucking said no, turned do it up like you. I did a really nice interview with um, with the cast of Fantastic Beasts, and it put it went on my Instagram, and then uh, we did something with Paramount, actually, didn't we, Pete? Where, yeah, uh, we did, yeah. yeah. And... Um, they actually asked me whether that was I wanted. That fucking awful name drop, by the way. We yeah. did take with Paramount, and they basically uh, got in touch, and they were. We like... went to Go Ape. <laughs> That's what we did. I, I, he's made that sound like we, you know, we've just been working Paramount. We went, we went Go Ape. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> and Pete hated you. Hated the heights, and Pete was so bummed out. And he, <laughs> Sam, you are aware. Sam, can, can I just? I just want to point this. Sam does this all the time because he doesn't know what to say, so he tries to get his own back. No. The video is on the fucking Instagram. It's not that you hated the height, so it's that you were hungover. Oh, I was and, so hungover. And Pete, and Pete didn't want to be hoisted into the air. And he was wearing like a jock strap or whatever they... Whatever they whatever. A harness. A harness. He was wearing a jockstrap harness. Just a harness, <laughs> Sam. Jockstrap doesn't need to be... Sam was also wearing a harness. We were wearing harnesses. And he was, and he was getting hoisted into the air. Honestly. With a harness. He had his arms just by his, by his side, getting hoisted up. And then they put us on this really high treehouse. And then I got really scared because I don't like heights. And so I was shaking and Pete was just sat with his legs dangling off this treehouse. I was fucking hanging out. Livid. And they were like, Pete, can you, can you say your line? And Pete, Pete would be sat there going, what, what's he fucking saying? I'm not saying my fucking line. Oh, it was just, it was a lot. So as you can tell, Pete... But yeah, we worked with Paramount. <laughs> yeah. So so I turned up. For anyone who hasn't done um, a press junket before, I... Uh, Which I imagine is most of the audience. It's it's exactly how you would think it is. Oh, do you know what? I'm having a beer. Is this, like a, is, is this like one of your junkets where you try and make the other person in the room feel comfortable by doing what they do? No, I just feel like I need a beer to talk about it because it actually really hurts when I talk about it. So anyway, I turn up. It's exactly what you think about from Notting Hill. It's like the horse and hound moment where they're all sat in these fucking hotel rooms and they're like, the hotel rooms are really, really small. Mm. And... 
there's a load of wankers in there, basically. And everyone's like, doesn't want anyone to know their questions. So everyone sort of like stands in different corners of the room. And uh, I mean, which makes me laugh, actually, because genuinely or generally, they always ask the same question. Yeah, exactly. Which I found really weird because I was like, oh, isn't everyone going in with the same thing? Did you have your own special questions? I had. I spent the whole, me and Zara um, went through Mars Teller's career, actually, because that's who we were interviewing. Um, and we wrote down some questions. But like, no one talks to each other and everyone's really like quite up themselves. And uh, and and so like it was just like filming Chelsea again, was it? No, yeah. <laughs> and, and basically, everyone sort of started different things, being like, "So, who? What, what publication are you with?" And so you've got to say who you're with, and you're like, "Oh, I'm here with X, Y, and Z." And then you they usher you. What into did you say? I'm, I'm here with my own Instagram. It was actually that's exactly what I said. Oh fuck! I think it's before I got the radio show. So I literally went in. and I was like, "This is just for my gram." And they were like, okay. And so they sat me down and I was quite uncomfortable. And you know what I'm like, people, when I'm nervous, I get like quite chatty and I'm sort of like, wee, I'm quite up. And wee. So I'm sort of like trying to make people laugh and I'm, you know, just sort of like being quite a big presence in the room because I think I felt just quite insecure that I'd never done any of these chats before. And um, I basically then got called in around the corner. And it went, Sam Thompson. And I turned around to someone I was talking to and went, I'm up. I was like, wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they probably got that when your name was called. And he was like, he was, he was like, good luck, mate. Because I was telling everyone how like I hadn't really done this before, and I was like, that's me. And I walked in, and um, she left the door open, and really loudly in front of everybody else went, "I'm really sorry, but um, we can't have you interviewing Miles Teller." I was like, "What? Why, why is that?" And she went, "He doesn't want to be interviewed by you." <laughs> I'm looking at this fucking open door. I'm like, oh, everyone can hear outside. And I've just been giving it Billy Big Bollocks down there, being like, wow, what are you asking? Like, these are my questions. And then she goes, he doesn't want to be interviewed. I went, why? And she was like, because his agency have done like some research. And looked- his agency have done some research and they've seen you dressed as a fucking Godzilla on your Instagram twerking and actually think Miles Teller doesn't want to be a part of that. And I went, it, and I was like, no, it's absolutely fine. Don't, you know, like you, there's nothing you can say. She went, is there anything like you want to do? And I was like, it's absolutely fine. Don't worry. It's cool. And I, I walked out. Called and me then- and genuinely, Sam called me straight from the interview and then she went, mate, I just don't know what, I just don't think it's ever going to happen. <laughs> That's literally the conversation that was happening. And I went, what? And he went, Miles Teller obviously knows who I am <laughs> and doesn't want me to interview him. I found that quite funny. Um, when, I was, when I was leaving the room, the guy that I said, oh, it's me, went, sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, the pity. And I literally didn't even, I just didn't even see him there. I just carried on walking out the room. Now that's over. Here we go. Pete, what have you done to stay relevant in um, this in this tricky little industry of ours? I've done something this week to make a difference. Go on then. Enlighten us, please. I had to do a speech at Parliament to a uh, number of MPs. About Juvie and the and the working conditions in there. No. And not. how they don't serve enough meals in the cafeteria. <laughs> no. Um, it was Listen, I do loads of animal stuff, don't I? So it was about fur-free Britain and I did all that sort of stuff. So I did that this week. So actually, it might not be relevant in this industry, but for once, and unlike you, trying to use a platform to do some good. Oh God, you know, I, I fucking hate you. You're such a wanker. Like, you actually are. Like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I now sound like a complete knob. And you've turned around and been like, well, I've just done something for animals. Um, and it's I, like... No. I'll tell you what was awkward, though. So, so I had to do this speech um, 
uh, and I, I had all this speech uh, wrote out and it was about a time I went to um, Finland and saw some horrendous animal conditions and all that sort of stuff. I can't even take the piss out of that. Um, like, anyway. I've literally got a nod and be like, yeah, tough. Um, hard that. So, so I'm doing this speech about the, the, the conditions and the suffering that these animals go through and all that sort of stuff. When I got there, um, I, I went to the toilet and I rubbed my eye and I, I rubbed my contact out of my eye. So oh, I, no, you didn't. You wanted to look like you'd been crying, didn't you? So you came no, back no, no, onto no. the little podium no, and went... I couldn't see. Oh, you couldn't see. So I rubbed it out. So I had to read the speech one-eyed. Because I, I could, because I couldn't see. So I'm reading this speech out uh, and all these people listen to it and I kept losing where I was on the page. So I was tr just trying to blag it whilst looking up, winking at everyone, which was really fucking awkward. Then afterwards, um, the head of... Um, oh, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. Um, so the head of the Conservative Party... Uh, part of the Conservative Party. Lovely lady. She came up and she went, honestly, um, thank you so much for speaking today. Um, you know, it was horrendous to hear about you know, the fur farms and all that sort of stuff. Um, but honestly, Joe, thank you. Thank you so <laughs> yes! Did you correct her? No. You, did you go with Joe? Yeah, I just went with it because I thought, I this is now awkward. She obviously has no fucking idea. This is really, really awkward. She went, um, you know, we've got some great footage here. I wonder if you could um, just speak to a couple of people that we've pressed, like BBC and all that sort of shit. Um, and I said, yeah, and she went, also, love what you did in lockdown. Oh no! She thought I was fucking Joe Wicks. And then she, and then, well, you are Pete Wicks from Towie though. Yes, but I'm not Joe Wicks from Look at Me, I'm Doing a Star Jump, am I? <laughs> That's so good. You didn't, did you, did you go, it's for the kids? I, I just sort of went, thanks so much. Um, anyway, and then I got ushered outside um, uh, to do this uh, interview for BBC. You know, when you see the, the BBC interview things and all the political ones, it's always in the same park outside House yeah. of Parliament. Yeah. So I'm over there. As we were leaving uh, House of Parliament, I, I, because we'd come outside and I was still in the grounds, but I was outside, I lit up a fag and got manhandled really? by the security <laughs> for lighting a fag. Um, so I had the, the uh, report, the lady from BBC watching me get manhandled out and then having to do an interview with me. Interesting, interesting day. Interesting interesting people it was a lot like Towie actually because that's a, another place full of fucking snakes and shit storylines oh hello he's not over it he's not over it listeners and I think that brings us very nicely into the sidebar of shame or as I like to call it the sidebar of shame I've got some big news. Here we go, baby. Pete's got a child. It's um no um you quit uh, smoking. Oh no, no, no! Your your tag that you had to wear because you were on probation has come off. No, that's still on, still curfew. You're off the booze. No, Towie, let's talk, Towie. Why are you saying it like that? Because that's how everyone fucking talks. I don't think it is. In fucking Towie, you melt feed that pony, feed it. I don't actually know what it means, but <laughs> yeah, go on then. So, Pete Wicks. A.K.A. Pete the Pirate, has finally left Towie. Essex's Lothario and hard man, Pete Wicks, has finally left the game. The girls are crying. The kids are screaming. <laughs> and the grandmas are rejoicing. No, actually, they're the ones that are crying. The, the nans are in tears. Mm. The girls are in floods. Yeah, no, so I've left. The, the headlines this week were dramatic. Lock up your daughters. Shock. Um, uh, Despair. 
there was despair, yeah. Love rat, Pete Wick. Love rat, love rat as well. Um, Not love dolphin, love rat. Love dolphin. Well, I don't know. It's just like a beautiful animal, isn't it? Do you see what I mean? No. Okay, fine. Carry on. Um, huge blow. Is that what it's a huge blow to ITVB? Yeah. <laughs> Huge blow to mega series that is Towie. <laughs> well, listen. In all in all fairness, it was around before any of the other reality shows. Oh, hello, he's got and he's got protective it. Well, I'm just saying before all of the other reality shows that you're obsessed with. That is true. I used to love Towie back in the day when it was good. Anyway, some of the some of the headlines. Do um, you know what it's like when you have headlines? There's always a source. And it broke before um, before it was supposed to, to, to have an announcement. And then I had to do like an announcement thing, which I didn't really want to do. Yeah. I just wanted to just not go back and then that'd be the end of it. The headline was sources close to the show. And do you know who that was? No, you never do, do you? And I think it's genuinely just journalists who probably just sat there and thought, I'll be a source. Um, it said, um, Pete being slightly older than the rest of the cast. <laughs> I'm not even the oldest one on it. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Who is? Lockie. How old Lockie? 36. 36? He's pushing 40. Not that that's old, by the way. I just want to put it out there. Like, I'm not and Sam is old. now saying that because we've just done his radio show where he described me as old and prehistoric and then found out his producer's older than me. Um, made her feel quite uncomfortable. Yeah, she's my boss as well, so I yeah. Then um, proceeded to just keep calling her lovely and that she was really attractive, which was a bit creepy. No, and there's probably then, a lawsuit coming. No, because yeah, Pete started to say, no, don't, no. I um, say she was attractive. I said she looked really lovely. So and then yeah. Pete highlighted that yeah, said she looked really lovely. But you didn't, and then panicked me in front of my boss yeah, at the work that I'm at. Yeah, but you didn't need to lick your lips and. I did, I did that, that, that was the bit that was a little. <laughs> so there was one source that said you're too old. One source that says I'm did you too get old. no? Let's actually know. Let's ask the question from the listeners' mouths. Are you trying to get an exclusive? Yeah. Right. First question. Let's get it out here right now. Did you get booted out? Of course not. Did you get turfed out? Nope. Be honest. I am. I was actually, um, I had to change. Oh, I don't know if I can Did they say, say you have to change? Get, stay off the booze, Pete, or you're off. <laughs> no, I, I, I had to change um, the statement to say that I may appear in the future. Why? Because, because they don't want me to say I'm done. But if you are done, surely you just say I'm done. I did say I'm done. Should we read your statement? But it's a, well, it's a little bit like when you left Chelsea because you were onto bigger and better things and then went back because you had nothing. So I don't out. want to close every door because I'm not hosting a podcast about Love Island yet. So you've got to hold on and you never know. Well, luckily for you, Pete, I actually I have the statement right here. So I think the listener really would like to hear exactly what you said. Just wanted to let you all know, this is on Pete's Instagram, by the way, uh, to his fans. <laughs> to the fans. That, that, this was a real um, an issue for me as well because when you do these statement things, you have to write a statement and that is a lot different to my original one, I'm going to be honest with you, because I hate ever saying fans cause, and I actually cut off the top part of that because it was initially addressed to Good all the fans. Of, to my loyal fans. Oh, no! And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really have any fans. I've just got a lot of people Only that... fans is what you have. So, yeah, there's some phrasing in there that isn't... Well, let me let me explain and let the listener be the judge. Just wanted to let you all know that time has come for me to take a step back from Towie as a regular cast member. Dot, dot, dot. The show has been a massive part of my life for such a long time and has opened many doors for me in my career. So Pete still seems to think he has a career. Which is which? Which is nice. Staying relevant. I'm going to be honest with you. Management told me to put that one in. <laughs> <laughs> I 
as my diary... Oh, hello. Someone's busy. Someone's outgrown Towie. As my diary continues to fill up with my other work commitments being... Being... Management told me to put that in. <laughs> my other work commitments. It only makes sense for me to step back from filming Towie full time. This is the good bit. I wanted to say thank you to everyone at Lime and ITV who have worked with me on the show over the past eight years, through the ups and the downs and everything in between. One thing remains the same. Towie and the people connected to the show are all my family. As much as I'm excited to move into the next chapter of my life, I will sincerely miss filming every day with the cast and crew. Now, that's a fucking lie because you've turned up no. to the podcast and been like, I don't know why I'm still doing it. Yes, but it's only you part You hate every single person on there. We can be honest about this Yes, oh, yeah, we can. So it's only a part liar because, as you well know, I love all the crew. That is very true. Actually, I, yeah. All the camera guys, all the guys, they're, they're the people that I love being there <laughs> just for. just hates the cast. I love being there for all of them. I've worked with them so many years and so have we on different things because a lot of people on TV and the camera world, guys, they yeah. work, yeah, it's a very small world and they're fucking great. Well, you did say cast and crew. I, yeah. I know. Management told me to say that. Yeah, right, okay. And lastly, and this is the real, this got me in the feels bit, I just want to say thank you to you the fans of the show for your support and putting up with having to see my face on your screens every week. Don't stress though, because they were clearly stressing. Mm. Don't stress though. You may see me pop up every now and then. I'll always be part of the Towie highly dysfunctional family. Yours sincerely, Peter James Wicks. There's no yours sincerely on the end of it, but yeah. Now there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. First of all, unfortunately we're out of time. First of all, are you going back? And this, then why a, did you say you might be going back? Because if there's a reason or or there's something special What would the to reason do? be? Okay, what would get Pete Wicks back on Towie? Oh. Give me a scenario right now. Death. Who's Some... had to, who will have had to die? Because I feel like there are people you wouldn't go back for even if they died. Um, I probably wouldn't even go back for death. So, no. Uh, yeah, listen, you don't know. It's, it's the same as anything. Like, it, Towie's a massive um, or has been quite a big part of my life, hasn't it? I Eight years. Yeah, so so I do. I owe a lot to to the show. So if they if there was something that worked out and there was by the way, you're on staying relevant. You're not being interviewed on like you know the Daily Mail online. No, but that's that's the truth. Like it has been a massive. I wouldn't be doing a lot of the stuff that I do now if I hadn't have started on sale with them years ago. A lot like you you would still be living off your dad if you hadn't have been um, <laughs> Louise Thompson's brother on Chelsea. Um, so it, it opens the gates or, or the doors for us to, to do other things, haven't it? So, See, that so is as true. much as, so as much as yeah, I, I haven't enjoyed um, the majority of the bitching and all the fucking other shit that comes with it. The cheating I, that you did, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, the Megan was, McKenna stuff, yeah, exactly. It was around the, the Ellen Ray Wise stuff, yeah, the it, Chloe Sims stuff, yeah. It was around the same time that you kept getting dumped. As much as all of that stuff is a lot of drama, and it's quite nice to come away from that being your reality. I, I, listen, we both do. We we owe, and and this is a staying relevant thing. We owe those shows for our for our for our less than average careers yeah. that we've got now. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but that's true though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So so it's not like a, yeah. Listen, I don't want to be filming it anymore. I'm too old to be filming it. Thank um, God, I that's what we've really been waiting for. You're too old to be on it. Yeah, there we go. Basically, it has it, it was the the kind of catalyst to, to all this other stuff. Same as Chelsea was for you, mate. Do you know what? I would actually agree with that. You know, we this is staying relevant. We talk about our 
depressing journey to mediocrity in this industry. And uh, I, I actually think the most relevant we've ever been was when we first started on those shows. Well, no, and since- I was Louise Thompson's little brother who was just a bit weird with a gap tooth. Yeah, and now you're well. Yeah, exactly. And now you're Pee Wix's mate. So um, actually, <laughs> so actually, I think we've got worse. It's really, it's, I don't. It's really difficult, isn't it? So Pete's agent lovingly um, told us that, and I think she actually said this as a compliment. She said that we were the cockroaches of this industry. Yeah, and I actually agree with her. Yeah, she's not wrong. We were. We, we. She said we would survive nuclear winter in this industry, and that we would still be there, clinging on, never quite making it, but always there. Um, if you actually uh, listen, I'm going to do it because I thought you were going to do it, but uh, evidently you don't do enough research. I. Uh, you know what Daily Mail's like. Yeah. So you want to hear some of the comments from people after the. How we leaving announcement? I'm so. Is this Daily Mail comments? Of course it is. Yes. So uh, don't worry, I've done them for you. I've done them for you because uh, we've got some crackers. So obviously the Daily Mail shock. Pete Wicks leaves Towie. Huge blow. This was after the source says slightly older. Oh, that's a bit harsh. He doesn't look a day over sixty three. <laughs> yes. Your career. What the fuck does that mean? He'll be doing the rounds and reality shows just like that loser Joey Essex. Joey's actually done quite well. About time. He's old enough to be the other cast member's dad. Other TV projects <laughs> probably means selling them in curries. <laughs> um, it's time for a proper job now. Grow up. Well, this is the problem because you can't ever go back, can you really? Well, you did. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. He's a nobody who thinks he's somebody because he has long hair. That is what makes me a man and a real person is that I have hair. Never seen the show, but that is much of a loss. One of my favourites. The best one I think we've got from this is... He's a pervert anyway. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Staying Relevant with Pete Witt. You haven't even said that that's it for the show. Oh, oh can, right, yeah. Just reading straight... Basically, we've run out of time now because we waffled on <laughs> about fucking pointless crap. Now we're going. <laughs> Now we're off. So this is the outro. Ta-da. Okay. Thank you for listening. Ta-da. Ta-da. No, it's not ta-da. I'm not a fucking magician. Okay, right. That, what should I? What should my outro be? Bye. But do the bits before that you need right. to tell people. Fuck okay. me. Okay. I can't do it anymore. We are back and we are back for good, baby. Yeehaws all round. That was fucking god awful. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back every week now. So rate, review, oh, all that yeah, no, shit. Keep reviewing. Rate and review. You can follow us on Instagram as well where you'll be able to get all the little clips and all the funny bits of him being a prat uh, at Staying Rid of Podcast. It's the first time he's ever called me funny. Subscribe. Why have you said it in that voice? Don't know why you would. Because it's shit. Well, no, it's not because we were at number one at one point. Uh, we were at number one at one point. We're currently not even in the top. We're not in the top charts because we haven't been on yet for a while. So if you want to get us on, then get us on. Well, they're not getting us on. We already are on. They just have to... Get us on your speakers. That's the whole point of them rating, reviewing. And do review. And rate. And rate. Stars. I'm happy with it, to be honest. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. We're here to take over the the fucking world. We're going to take over the world. Okay, we're not pinky in the brain. How have we got worse? (laughs) I don't know. It's because... It's got worse. Insanity Group.